on this episode of the AW360 podcast, recorded live at Advertising Week New York 2022, we speak with Frankie Rodriguez, partner and CEO at Anomaly. Frankie and I discuss Anomaly's fascinating internal agency incubator that encourages the entrepreneurial spirit and empowers the people at Anomaly to pursue their own big ideas. We hope you enjoy this episode. All right, Frankie, welcome to AW360 Podcast. I am pleased to have you on today. Well, it's nice to be here. Thank you for the time. Absolutely. You're from Anomaly. I am. I so, am from Anomaly. So from, you know, for, for the uninitiated, tell me about Anomaly. Anomaly, fantastic. Uh, we are a, gosh, I want to say just over 15-year-old global creative and strategic agency. Um, you know, we've been got offices in New York, London, Berlin, Los Angeles, Shanghai, we work with some fantastic brands around the world, uh, Budweiser, Bud Light, um, Carnival Cruise Lines, uh, Rimova Luggage, and uh, you know, like our name, Anomaly would suggest, we started the company 18, yeah, 18 years ago now, very specifically and intentionally to be, like Anomaly by de- definition means, just a deviation from the norm, so slightly different than a traditional advertising agency. Um, so yeah, that's, that's us. It feels like all those brands you just named are somehow related. Like I would pack my luggage, I would get on a cruise, I would drink Bud and Bud Light. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, so would I. So would I. <laughs> so you just had a panel called yep. The Entrepreneurial Spirit, How to Incubate New Ventures Inside Agency Walls, which is a massive title. Yeah. But tell is. me a, bit, a little bit more about it. Yeah, sure. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's pretty cool being here in Advertising Week uh, in New York this, this week because entrepreneurialism is actually a, it's a tract. You know, a, a yeah. track inside, which I think is really cool. And I think it's entrepreneurialism, the entrepreneurial spirit is something that seems to be getting talked about a little bit more in our, in our industry, which I think is great. Um, and so, yeah, we just took it as an opportunity because for us at our, at our place, you know, from how we started our agency, we always had a point of view. If we're, if we're truly going to be a different type of agency, if we're not going to just do what many other great advertising agencies do, we need to be entrepreneurs ourselves. We need to be willing to um, take some risks, uh, both financially and emotionally. Uh, We need to be willing to change the way we get paid so we don't have a traditional agency billing model. We need to be willing to try and create our own products and brands and services and bring those to market, not just work on the Budweiser's and Nike's of the world. Um, so that's what we talked about. We just talked about, you know, our history with entrepreneurial endeavors, brands and businesses and products we've created ourselves and tried to bring to market. Some of the ones that are successful, the many, many ones that were failure. Sure. And how to be an entrepreneur actually requires both. You don't have the successes without the failures. So, so how do you about go about that. doing that with your team? So it sounds like you're promoting this both as, you know, hey, just for your creative nut, mm. your, your endeavors outside these walls, you're going, hey, you know, let's help you pursue that. Or inside the walls of the agency. What, I, I guess it's a two-part question. Number one, how do you get started to figuring out, you know, what's, what do you pursue? Mm. And then, you know, what do you kind of go, yeah, I don't know, you know, Tom, that's a pretty great thing you got there. You know, maybe we should, uh, at Anomaly, we should kind of have that as a product versus... You go, Tom. We'll support you from in here, but you know, <laughs> right. you take that over there. You know, how do you, how do you figure out what to do when? Oh, I love it. It's a great question. Well, I think we'll start with the first one. I think for our clients, you know, we we look for opportunities sometimes to bring forward ideas to our clients who are already paying us. We're already in business with them, but to bring forward ideas that maybe fall outside the lines of traditional communications, right? So, so like not an ad or social media campaign, but hey, we, Budweiser Red Light's a great example mm-hmm. where we brought them a physical 
an idea to create a physical product to promote Budweiser's uh, you know, uh, support of hockey up in Canada. And you, we made it and we designed it and we sold it for $200 online. And that was, you know, I think inst- instinct, market research, consumer feedback. So I think that's that case. For employees, you know, it's often, we have some set piece programs we create. We have this thing called Funded, which is almost like our version of Shark Tank. We do it every few years or so. We put out an open call to every employee. doesn't matter how long you've been with us, how junior, senior, old, what department. If you have an idea that you think is worth, you know, kind of pursuing and bringing to the world, you're invited to apply and submit the ideas. We have a panel, you know, cross capability and from innovation to design to business. We review them. We pick a few winners and we say, hey, we're going to get behind you. You know, and I think the flexibility to go in, in the past, we've had ones where we've just said, hey, we think this is awesome. Here's a little bit of money to help you get going. There's been instances where we said, we think this is really cool. Uh, here's some money. We're going to help you. We'll provide some services, some strategy, some design, some program. And then there's been some that have gone on to now let's form a full joint venture partnership. where We're really going to get behind you and back this. Right. And but we're going to in, in, in exchange. Right. We're going to have a piece and we're going to go into business together. And I think knowing when to choose when comes down to just right. The power of the idea and how much we can we can do to support it. And how long have you been doing this there? Uh, I want to say our first funded was, man, it was over 10 years ago, I think. And the wow. very first one was this incredible a guy named Carlos uh, very, very handsome Mexican man. Carlos is a, he's a project manager. Just he, like I was envisioning, yeah. Okay, <laughs> exactly. keep going. Carlos. And uh, he made furniture, handmade furniture out of wood, designer. It was just awesome. And we just, we loved what he was doing. He didn't need our help to like build the business. Right. But we just went, we think this is incredible what you're doing. We gave him some money. We bought some of his, you know, product and design inside the agency. Yeah, it would have been over 10 years ago now. And so where is Carlos today? Is he still with you? Or you is know he, what? He is. is he, he is. Yeah. He sort of, he, he shifted into one of, uh, it's a sister company to Anomaly called Ace, Anomaly Content and Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So he's in that division now and he's actually moved to the West Coast. So he left New York and went out to LA. And their office has like the killer furniture. Oh, killer furniture. <laughs> so what happens then when, you know, have you had people who've just, you know, they have an idea that's so successful that, you know, you're like, hey. We were glad to have you for a while, but, you know, Godspeed, you're good, you know? Yeah, you know what? It didn't happen exactly like that. I wish it did. But, yeah, no, we have. We had, we had an employee who, a uh, uh, fantastic young woman named Katie Brown. Um, she was an account person. So in our business, that means, you know, like client services, right, mm-hmm. um, uh, on the business side of it. And she submitted a fantastic idea. She's from Texas. Shout out all my Texans. She had a fantastic idea for a new um, – uh, spirits brand, right? She wanted to take this cocktail, which is, uh, you know, she grew up with from West Texas called Ranch Water. And she wanted to package it, turn it into a brand, you know, RTD or ready to drink. She brought us the idea. We thought it was fantastic. We, she won funded that year. We supported her. We gave her a bit of money. We helped her incubate the brand and business. Then a few months later, she quit. <laughs> she wow. left Anomaly to go pursue it full time. Yeah. So we didn't say, hey, good luck. She came and said, hey, I'm leaving Anomaly. I was a bit bummed at the time, if we're being honest, but we were happy for her. We said, hey, yeah. you know, go pursue this thing, and we think you've got a real good shot. And, you know, two years later, she came back and hired us to do the first national campaign because it had become such a success. Uh, she sold her business to Diageo, one of the, the best and largest spirits companies in the world. So it was yeah. pretty well, there, cool. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's really cool. I remember uh, we, had a, we had a marketing member of our team at Advertising Week uh, some years back 
who was getting ready to go start her own marketing business. Mm. And, and she struggled for four or five months just internally, you know, go, coming to us going, I don't want people to be mad at me. I don't know what to do. And finally talked her into doing it. And the, the response from, you know, the, the upper management was great. You learned enough here to go do that. Mm. That's, that's fantastic. And, you know, I love it. I love to see that kind of enthusiasm for people that you know you've had under you that you know they go and they do a really cool thing. Um, in terms of advice for just sort of entrepreneurs in general, what would you say to them? It's great. I would say uh, it's incredibly. Uh, what's the right way to say it? It's an incredibly fulfilling um, thing to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. But it's because you're in control. Yeah. Of, your, of your destiny in a lot of ways, which I think is, you know, people who have grown up in this country or come to this country, a lot of that is what I think is what people think about when they think about America and what we do in business is like, man, a chance to come in and based on my own talent, hard work, skill, success, you know, get ahead, build something. So I think it's, it's, it's exciting, it's fulfilling, it's purposeful. So I would say to entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, good on you. On the flip side of that, I would say it's really hard. Yeah. And it's not for everyone. Because you're going to fail more than you'll succeed, or at least in the beginning. Um, you have to have thick skin. You have to be willing to hear no a lot. Um, you have to be willing to change. And it was one of the things I was talking about here and seeing some of the great you know, presentations in Advertising Week. There are presenters who go up and are incredible, and then there are others who I think maybe a little bit less so. And I think it's the, I have a story in my mind yeah. that I'm going to go in there and tell, or yeah. I have a plan that I'm going to... Yeah. action yeah. and then you get there and you're unwilling to sort of change it call an audible do something different yeah. and I think if you want to be an entrepreneur you got to be able to do that in, in spades well right? you and I are of the age roughly and we're probably somewhat close um, I mean you know you're in advertising week you can't be you know you're not 15 but <laughs> um, you know we always heard that story of you know I came to America with $70 mm-hmm. and now look at me now I'm you know I run Mercedes or you know whatever yeah, it might yeah, be yeah. do you still believe in that oh a thousand percent Excellent. I mean I'm here because of it you know my, my father is a first generation immigrant who moved here for you know in pursuit of the American dream um, you know he got his first job uh, after the Vietnam War. He was a U.S. Marine. His very first job was as the night maintenance man at a McDonald's in Junction Boulevard, Queens. Fast forward 29 years later, and he was an owner-operator. He owned six or seven different McDonald's and was successful enough to put me through university. I went to Columbia. I got a great education, and you know, now I'm now I'm doing what I want to do and living my dream. So I'm a big, big believer in, in that, in the entrepreneurial spirit. You built an agency, and you found a way to actually just make Shark Tank in your own business. Yeah, that, that's exactly. fantastic. So, so which one are you? Uh, which one am I? What, which member of the Shark Tank team are you? Oh, you know what? I like to think I'm Barbara Corcoran. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love her. Why? I, well, I just think, you know, I just think she's so smart. Uh, I think yeah, she's man. so smart. I think she, I aspire to be like her, I guess I should say. I'm probably not her. I'm probably more Mark Cuban. But I think, she, I think she's really smart. I think she's really um, uh strong yeah, you know yeah. i think she's uh she's got a really good filter she can be both approachable but also like no bs you know so definitely. yeah I, I like her style definitely and where can uh, someone find out more about you and anomaly yeah i mean the best place would probably be either our website uh, anomaly www.anomaly.com or on instagram you know we have a, a pretty good instagram handle we share out news um some of our work uh hires some of the endeavors and initiatives we're, we're kicking off so That's always a great place. Excellent. Well, Frankie, it's been wonderful talking to you. Thanks for being on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for the time, man. 
Thanks for listening. For more podcasts like this and to find out more about Advertising Week's ever-growing podcast network, visit www.advertisingweek.com slash podcasts.